What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good afternoon, welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi, and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Radio Justice Tamale, Radio Pando Pando, Fafa Radio Doji, and Jata FM Karaga. We are live on X Spaces, Facebook live stream, and My Joy Online interactive app. The midday news is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol always a delightful experience also brought to you by Duraplast Ghana Limited producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank the only water storage tank with a level indicator where Duraplast goes water flows coming up another person shot dead again in Nkwanta in the OT region we are live there also coming up. Scores of passengers stranded at Wager SCC as taxi drivers suspend work to demonstrate over what they call an unlawful demolition of their buildings by a group claiming to be national security operatives. 
We'll be there live with updates. Fellow Ghanaians, I'm particularly glad that our nation has turned the corner following three difficult years we, and indeed the world, have faced. Well, economists dispute claims by government that it has turned the corner in the management of the economy, daring it to pay its creditors. We are still in the midst of negotiating with our creditors. So if you are having a cocktail celebration of turning the corner, give creditors money to them. That's more as Professor Bobkin urges Ghanaians to hold government accountable in order to make life bearable going forward. And in sport, GFA president rallies support for the Black Stars as the team begins camping in Kamasi ahead of the Africa Cup of Nations football tournament due to start in 11 days in Cote d'Ivoire. Let us leave behind us all the pre-announcement discussions and as Ghanaians, let's push and put our weight behind the men who have been picked to go to Cote d'Ivoire to fight for glory for our dear country. And the party we've been waiting for is back bigger and better. Get ready for Ghana's most exciting New Year party. That's the Joy FM 90s Jam coming up on Friday are really going to, you know, reminisce on good songs and how they uh, enjoy themselves. We have details of these and more coming up on the Midday News with me, Hannah Odami. This is Joy News. We are your home of fearless, independent and credible journalism. Let's start from the troubled Inquanta in the Uti region, where Joy News is speaking information that another person has been shot dead. It's been the hotbed of disturbances in the last few weeks, prompting a curfew in the area. At least 12 persons have been killed in the disturbances, believed to be land and chieftaincy related. The fresh hostilities came just days after the chairman of the Municipal Security Council, Bright Langwe, announced plans to tighten security, following what he says are the fresh twist in the conflict. A few weeks ago, uh, let's say about two months ago, there erupted some clashes uh, between ethnic groups, some ethnic groups in, in and around Infanta. And since then, uh, this issue keeps recurring. Issues have taken a new dimension. Originally, it happened or it was happening in the town, but due to the heavy deployment of security to the Fanta Township, uh, it has taken a new dimension. Now it's happening at the outskirts of town and in nearby villages and communities, and we'll be meeting and then trying to uh, figure out some other measures that we need or some other security strategies that uh, we need to adopt to ensure that this thing to find a lasting solution to it once and for all. You heard the chairman of the Municipal Security Council, Bright Langwe, and later we'll be bringing you details from this troubled spot. Well, scores of passengers have been left stranded at Wager SCC in the Wager Gbawi municipality of the Greater Accra region as taxi drivers there suspend work to demonstrate over what they call an unlawful demolition of their buildings by a group claiming to be national security operatives. Well, let's now speak to our 
Kofi AJ, who is with our sister station, Adum. He's been monitoring events there. Kofi AJ will soon join us. But then we have some passengers who's been speaking to us. <laughs> Well, they've been further telling us about what's pushing them onto the streets. They say that the 31st night's demolition was unlawful. Let's hear from some of them. Some people came here purporting to be national security operatives and demolished our building, claiming the land belongs to them. It is a government through the Bauer Municipal Assembly that given the land we are currently occupying. We are not going to work today. The MC and the government means to intervene because we are serving the community. They came here on the first night when everyone is at church without giving us any promises and put down our building. You heard some taxi drivers at Wija STC. As we earlier said, this action by theirs has caused some disruptions there. And our, our reporter, Kufi J, who is with our sister station, Adum FM, is on the line with us. Tell us, Kufi, what extent has this disruption affected activities in the area? ended peacefully uh, with the help of uh, Wager Divisional Police Commander and uh, SEC District Police Commander, uh, Chief Superintendent uh, Daniel uh, Texan. Uh, the extent of damage is very huge because uh, these uh, alleged national security operators uh, came there with a bulldozer around 1.32 a.m. on 31st night and demolished their offices. They have two offices, uh, one for their chairman and uh, executives and another one for members who are always on standby to take passengers to SEC inside, while the other one is for passengers in case, there is, in case there is, uh, there, it is raining. So they have three offices and well-furnished office with air conditioning and television, uh, TV sets and everything. But they didn't inform them, neither give them any information or plan. So they came there around 1.30, as I earlier said, and with bulldozers and demolished everything. That is the reason why they are demonstrating to them, calling on the authorities to come to their aid. They allege that the said land uh, is being claimed by the member of parliament for Kedi, 
Alexander Ejari, who is the one behind the said Akwasiba uh, who led the operation. Well, um, we also know that, just as you said, with the municipal police coming in, there's some order. But has there been any attempts to identify? Yeah, as I, I earlier said, uh, the uh, Roger Divisional Police Commander was was here, including um, SCC District Police Commander Chief Superintendent Daniel uh, Texan. Initially, the demonstrators or the taxi drivers wanted to block the main road to to create awareness to to the authorities. But with the intervention of this uh, security officers came in and talked to them not to block the road since we are still celebrating uh, New Year. So they, they tried to calm them down and push them to their station. Yeah, but then, Kofi, do we know the identity of those who demolished the buildings? We want to find out whether you've been able to find out. I call Kofi Badu, uh, a brother to Kadi MP, uh, Honorable Alexander Ajari, who is a member of parliament for uh, Kadi consistent in the eastern region who led the said demo, uh, demolition assistant called Kwasi Badu. He came there with uh, a group of national security officers with uh, cutlasses and guns around 1.30, a.m. on the first night. So we have seen uh, the, the person who did the said demolition assistant. All right. Thank you so very much. We had there Kofi AJ. He's with our sister station, Adum FM. Let's return to our earlier story where there's trouble in Inquanta. And Peter Senor, our OT regional correspondent, is on the line with us. Peter, tell us exactly how this happened today. Well, um, this we know happened um, later part of yesterday uh, between a village called Kromasi and Sherry, where a man went to the farm to get some food items for the house um, when he was shot dead on the farm. Oh, and how are the authorities handling the situation? Well, as as we know, the counter-terrorism unit of the police service and other officials um, are on are on a search mission to retrieve the body from the bush. But we know they, they, there have been some meetings uh, between the security forces as to how to um, contain this situation. Uh, what we do know also is that as from Quanta town proper, um, security has been beefed up, but the fight has been taken to the periphery of, of, of the various villages within the municipality. So that is a bit of a difficulty for the officials to contain. And so that is what is currently ongoing. A search party has been to the bush to retrieve the body, but the authorities are also, I should say, doing their bit to contain the situation. So in their bit to contain the situation, how is the curfew being observed? Well, for the curfew, it's strictly been observed from 5 um, p.m. to 6 a.m. But as I've indicated, the fight has been taken to the periphery of the village, outside the preview of, of the security forces, ensuring the, the, the safety of all in town. And so that I am I'm, I'm feeling, or thinking is a bit of difficulty for them to contain. And with a curfew in place, as you just said, what is the mood in the area following this particular fresh attack? Yes, um, the mood is that of appreh apprehension because uh, everyone is praying for peace to return to Nkwanta. I know uh, the bishop for Jessica Diocese, uh, which jurisdiction stretch almost over the entire territory, Bishop Mante, had a talk with the three feuding factions some weeks ago. Um, the regional house of chiefs have also asked for peace to prevail. And so with all these, people are pre apprehensive as to whether or not peace will finally return to Nkwanta. And with these recent killings, last um, Friday, 29th of December, that was last year, just days ago, uh, one person was also shot dead on a farm. So this is the second in a very recent time. And so people are apprehensive as to whether lasting peace would return as authorities are trying to ensure. 
And we are sure that you continue to monitor developments there and bring us updates on radio, online, and on TV. We heard that with TV regional correspondent Peter Seno. Thank you so very much. You're still listening to the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. Let's move on. And the Africa Center for Energy Policy, ASEP, is predicting a further accumulation of debts in the energy sector this year, warning the situation will be dire as both the gold and oil reserves are not capable of offsetting the debts accrued so far. Its executive director, Ben Boache, attributes the situation to the poorly negotiated par deals and the failure of state-owned enterprises to settle outstanding debts to creditors. Mr. Boache, however, notes only the available option may be to consider sacrificing the budget to pay independent power producers to mitigate a potential power crisis. VRA and the status of that plant, we will still need to pump in a lot of money <clears throat> to bring it back uh, to work. Um, so these are some of the lousy decisions that are going on uh, in the power sector that makes our situation much more precarious uh, for uh, uh, 2024. But the reality is that we're going to rack up more debt. Uh, we're going to uh, have to sacrifice the budget as IPPs cough. Uh, and my worry essentially is that the state-owned enterprises and entities in the space are going to really, really struggle. And the implication, if we are not careful, could be much more dire. Because you have the likes of uh, Gridco, would depend solely on uh, revenues from uh, ECG, and they are not getting paid. If they don't get paid to maintain the grid infrastructure uh, and the grid goes off, everybody loses uh, power. Well, he also indicates. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. consumers will have to psych their minds up to pay more for power supply if the efficiencies in the sector are not fixed. Business as usual, you should expect some adjustment. Um, if we are not willing to um, fix the inefficiencies, recover revenues from power sold, um, then the few faithfuls are going to have to pay uh, for it. And that's been the trend. So we waste the energy, people steal the power, and if you are faithful enough to keep paying, then we always come to you uh, to pay more. And that has proven not to be the solution um, just increasing uh, the tariff and the data shows the more you increase the tariff the more irresponsible people get because if they cannot pay they are much more enticed to steal the power but and especially our, by, our policy is to do full cost recovery under the imf program yes yes but it has failed and the budget even recognizes it, that we've not been able to deliver on that um and given that is even an election year where the political appetite is going to crash with the demands of the uh, IMF to actually do cost recovery. If we don't fix the inefficiencies, um, we will never get to that point where we can say that this is the cost recovery when we are only racking up uh, the tariff on the few faithful ones. You heard that the executive director of the Africa Center for Energy Policy, Ben Boache. Two other stories now. An economist, Professor Gofred Bopin, is daring governments to pay its creditors if it has indeed turned the corner in managing the economy. According to him, in as much as government has made some strides in managing the economy, 
It is not enough to celebrate the achievements. His comments follow recent pronouncements by the president that his administration has made significant progress in managing the economy. Fellow Benins, I'm particularly glad that our nation has turned the corner following three difficult years we, and indeed the world, have faced. Inflation is being reined in, we're experiencing a relatively stable exchange rate, and growth in our economy is rebounding. We continue to attract investments, domestic and foreign, reinforcing our position as the gateway to Africa, and we remain a beacon of democracy, peace, and stability in Africa. Well, Professor Gorfred Bobkin, an economist who was speaking on the Super Morning Show, said the progress made so far is not enough to celebrate and urges Ghanaians to hold government accountable going forward. There is work for us to do. We recognize that we've made some progress, mm. but it would have been more meaningful if we would be moderate in celebrating our success. Yeah. And this is why I'm saying so. We are still in the midst of negotiating with our creditors. Yeah. So if you are having a cocktail celebration of turning the corner, give creditors money to them. Okay, you are sitting, you are sitting on the coupons of creditors, over two billion dollars. You are having a cocktail. You don't know how they are going to have their Christmas. Mm. So let's let our actions tell the same story at the negotiation table. Yeah. Uh, we have a role to play. We elected them. We actually don't write an appointment letter for them. Mm. They decide how they have to be paid, of course, committee here and the rest of them. But I think that it's increasingly becoming clearer to even the politicians that our governance is becoming unbearable, mm. that there's an urgent need to save Ghana's democracy from itself. That is different from proposing an alternative, mm -hmm. right? How do we make democracy work? for the ordinary Ghanaian, how, how do we ensure that the democratic dividend trickles down? But you see, we just can't wait. Ghanaians should understand that you merely just can't go and vote once in four years during the AGM and sit back and expect that the democratic dividend will trickle down. Mm. It will not, because it has not. And there's no evidence that it's going to <laughs> going forward. You heard there an economist, Professor Gofred Bobkin. Now, it's officially the end of the festive season and business is expected to return to normal once again. But not many are in the mood to return to work. As a result, businesses has been slow on day one of work in the year 2024. So our microphones were around town to capture events. Although it is the second day of the year, it is actually the first working day of 2024. People are gradually returning to their workplaces after spending the Christmas holidays with family, traveling and having fun. So we're in town to gauge the mood, to ask workers how they are coping on their return to work on the first day of 2024. It has not been active as it used to be. Because I facilitate adult learners, uh -huh, and most of them are yet to return from their break. Uh -huh, so, so far, it has been good. But I hope it will be more active than it was last year. Majority of the workers is, are still at home. At, at first, all the normal days, by this time, we have more than 50 to 60. But as I'm talking to you right now, we are just sitting there idle. None of the customers are even coming. I'm sure no money in the system again. The majority of them have finished chopping their money. So maybe they are not coming to work to even get some 
few money to, to you know enjoy usually with the kind of job i do on this time is very free it gets more intense from the beginning of the second quarter so yeah basically it's been a good year for me well, my colleague Kenneth Jesse brought us that report from town. So how will you feel after eating in a restaurant with friends and the bills you receive has a tax component, which is way beyond your budget? Well, it seems most people who frequent the restaurants do not usually check this bill, but for the occasional visitors, this means a lot to them. Some of them who spoke to us on the AM show shared how they felt after seeing the tax rate of about 200 cities and above had our meals and everything with a certain budget in mind and now we're done and the taxes were added and so it's like everybody kind of checked the price of what they ordered like the taxes come and it's almost like double or about triple like the amount we had budgeted for and at that point everybody just starts to look at everybody's face and they're like what are we going to do because this was not in our budget and it's just because like taxes have been added and there's nothing you can do about it but we just had to cough the money and pay additional 1k i think to cater for the taxes and everything and so the outing that was supposed to be fun in quotes became some kind of way and it was a memory but it was also a lesson for us because yeah now when we go out we have to check and then include that in our budget before we kind of decide on where to go the bill comes in your mind okay i'm spending 2000 cds here and then over 18 percent in taxes arrive plus service charge on an already expensive meal because the and if you are in, in a group it brings this elephant in the room now there's some cost sharing negotiations people are looking at each other like why did you order so much because now i have to pay 18 percent on something you ordered and it messes up with group dynamics post fun and it well a tax expert wisdom panel who is also the Associate Director of Tax and Regulatory Services at Deloitte Ghana, has these tips for us to consider when stepping out to have fun. It's a time that you would have to plan, keep to budget. When going out, you know, uh, you would have to check out with the restaurant with their prices and to confirm that their prices are tax inclusive. You look out for promos as well, uh, family packages, you look out for them because you are trying to be efficient with your spending. Uh, maybe you look at areas not within Accra uh, that could be cheaper. And you heard the Wisdom Panel, who is the Associate Director of Tax and Regulatory Services at Deloitte Ghana. You're still listening to the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM and affiliates across the country with me, Hannah Odami. Stories brought to you so far. Scores of passengers stranded at Wager STC as taxi drivers suspend work to demonstrate over what they call unlawful demolition of their buildings. And Peter Senor brought us the latest. When we come back, GFA President rally support for the Black Stars as the team begins camping in Kumasi ahead of the Africa Cup of Nations football tournament due to start in 11 days in Cote d'Ivoire. Let us leave behind us all the pre-announcement discussions and as Ghanaians, let's push and put our weight behind the men who have been picked to go to Cote d'Ivoire to fight for glory for our dear country.
Yeah, welcome back to the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM and affiliates across the country. The president of the Ghana Football Association, Kreto Kweku, has called on Ghanaians to put the pre-scored announcement debates behind them and support the Black Stars at the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations. The players have started arriving in the country and will join their mates in Kumasi, where they will be camping ahead of the tournament. Some Ghanaians, though, are still unsure if the team will do well after 42 years of failure. So we have you know, equally good players, Kudus, Jordan, and the other players. They are all equally good. And, you know, and they are young, they are, you know, it's youth team too. So I hope you know, we can, they can do better. We have a good quality team, but the team is not ready to come together to, to win in the cup now. I think in the next two or five years before, but for now, I, I don't think. We can reach semi-final or quarter-final. Yeah, because this squad, like I mean, this Blaster squad is not squad for trophy. But the GFA president, Kareto Kweku, wants all Ghanaians to put the past behind them and support the team to victory. My plea to all of us is that once the squad is announced, the entire nation must get behind the squad. My plea, even if I have to kneel down and beg the entire country, I will do so, is that we have one senior national men. And this senior national team men is called the Black Stars. And once the men for the job are announced, they are our warriors. Let's get behind the squad. Let us leave behind us all the pre-announcement discussions. And as Ghanaians, let's push and put our weight behind the men who have been picked to go to Cote d'Ivoire to fight for glory for our dear country. You heard the GFA president, Kreto Kweku. The March anticipated biggest party of the year is promising to shut down Accra this Friday at the City Galleria close to the Accra Mall. The Joy FM 90s jam will set the stage for revelers to reminisce. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.